These past few weeks we've been hearing a lot from, uh, this past year from Mark, but the last few weeks especially from James, both giving us some great ideas on discipleship. And I, and I thought it was so important for us as we gather again as a, an in-person worship how important it is for us to recall our need to be true disciples, how important it is for us to to really know the journey and to continue uh, where we left off uh, before we started to have Zooms and uh, live streams and and, uh, virtual worships and drive-through communions. But this whole journey, coming back here again, sitting together as God's family, uh, maybe uh, social distancing in Minetti Hall, watching on the television over there, um, but coming together once again in, in, in presence of the Lord uh, where he resides uh, in, in his body, in his blood. Um, and to look at that crucifix so, so uh, again and again and again, to look deeply into the eyes of Jesus, it always reminds me, and every time I walk down an aisle of a church, no matter what parish I'm in, I always think of that song, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Sometimes our hearts are just so troubled and so there's turmoil and there's, there's confusion and there's, 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 um, uh, we, we think that God's word's going to fail us and, and, and the things that he promised aren't going to happen. And, and that song just reminds me every time I look into the, the, those, those sorrowful eyes of Christ that this is for all of us, that this promise of God, as he said, my word goes out and it won't come back to me until it's fulfilled. Um, I've carved you in, in the palm of my hand. I, I'm watching over you. I have plans for you. Um, follow me. And, and so the last couple weeks we've been really listening to to that invitation again, particularly in James. James points us to a a life of service. If we're going to follow Christ and and do anything, he says do it in service to one another. In fact, that first week he, he challenged us. He told us to be a doer of the word. Get up and do something. Don't just sit there, hear it, and go home. But do something once you've, once you've devoured this word. Do something with it. Let it nourish you. Let it, let it be the impetus for your service to others. James reminds us that, that we're called to have no distinctions. Heard a little bit of that tonight in one of the readings where where we're told that there's no difference between us, that, that in this room, God looks at us with equal, um, equal love, equal grace, equal, equal, um, ideas about what He has in store for us, the, the same gifts, the same spirit, uh, residing among us, keeping us one in, in heart and spirit and mind in, in, in the service of God. So James reminded us, you know, he said, if someone walks in dressed nice, don't give them the best seat. You know, help everyone, you know, give, give everyone a, a good welcome. Everyone that comes into this church is welcome. Everyone that comes into our presence, even Jesus tonight says, if you welcome those people, you're not only welcoming them, but you're welcoming Christ, and not only Christ, but God himself. And, and then James reminded us last week, and this week I think as well, that, that because we're so important, everyone should be loved and served, and everyone receives dignity in the house of God. What did Mark tell us? Mark, through this past year, has been telling us that our discipleship is not about who's important. Heard it very clearly tonight. They were arguing about who was most important. 
And Mark's, Mark's gospel says to us, it's not who's important, it's not who's held in higher esteem in, in your congregation. But if we want to be true disciples, then we're servants of the cross. We pick up our cross, we carry our cross, and we follow Christ. And to carry that cross, Mark says, is very difficult. That gospel writer was not unaware that we were going to have difficulty carrying our cross because the disciples themselves had difficulty. Mark reminds us that the core mystery of our discipleship, or what we like to call the mystery of faith, is always going to be centered on Jesus Christ, and particularly on that passion of Christ when he was arrested, when they mocked him, when they spit on him, when they forced him to carry the cross, when they put him to death, and when he rose from the dead in three days. And week after week, that's what you and I come here for. Week after week, you and I come to this celebration so that that mystery is renewed in our own commitment to Christ. We come here to join our sufferings because we have them. We have pain and we have suffering. We have disappointment and loss. We're mocked. We're ridiculed. We bring those things before God and we join them to, to Christ. We bring our own dying, our dying to ourself, our dying to our selfishness and, and our pride. We bring our hopes that we too might have an opportunity to start again, to begin over. And we come because we seek that life of eternity in the perpetual light of Christ, in the kingdom of God. We come here each week, we gather so that we can hear and listen very distinctly for God's word to be spoken to us and give us some direction in our life. We want to respond to that will of God, but we have to be quiet to hear it. For God reaching out to us always in his word to heal us, to forgive us, to gather us together as his own. So that's why I think Mark says to us, that discipleship is hard, that it's difficult. You know, last week we sang a song, a simple, very simple song, Open My Eyes, Lord. Open My Ears, Lord. Open My Heart, Lord. Teach Me to Do Your Will. You know, we don't always adhere to that, do we, when we're here? So much going on in our minds, so much going on in our, in our lives. Sometimes we don't always hear what God is saying to us. Sometimes we don't even see God present in our midst, among us, among each other. And so often we close our hearts to our family and our friends and those who aren't like us. And many times we don't even accept what God has to offer because we think we know something more or it's not what we want. And how many times, James even reminds us tonight, how many times when we come together, we look at others as though we're competition, though we're running for a popularity contest, or that one of us is more blessed, or one of us is more chosen. When we get that attitude, James says, that's what you have problems about. That's where your problems come. He says, from, from those jealousies come your wars and your killings and your envy and your fights. Because you're not relying on God. You're relying on yourself, your own selfishness. So the challenge for us this week, once again from 
Mark and from James, is to really open our eyes, to open our ears and our hearts and our hands, to take our attitudes and our failures and our, our sinfulness and lay them at the foot of that cross, to really turn our eyes to Jesus, to look full into his face, then go to a world that is dying and tell his perfect salvation to others who also seek.